What up, nerds, and welcome to Real Reality. Or is this a movie that we're watching? What are we going to determine to be the truth from the data streams that we are presented across the mainstream? The fringe edges of truth and what we experience in our day-to-day lives as we encounter reality looking for wormholes and secrets and truth that are out in reality. There is something already here on this planet that can save humanity. It is just about how do we expose it to everybody at the same time in order for the mechanism to only work once. And once I figure out what that is, I'll fucking tell you. Anyways, thanks for watching. Um, My videos are getting fucking algorithmically thumbed down in the sense of uh you know you you get into certain data streams we're in a war economy we're in a football economy we're in a contact economy we're in a competition and political violence and a war and all the words that are used to describe competition that are you know warlike or adversarial or like it's all a giant machine of making money so and then the fridge edges of that are people who are saying well let's have the idea in mind that we've already moved past this and we're already living in a utopian freedom of giving what ideas can we get moving forward that everybody could enjoy to give more freedom to everybody so and i'm was concerned that the partisan politics was going to break down at such a uh you know and i'm like and i'm like red sox fucking yankees peak rivalry fan you know like when fucking boone hit the walk off in 03 and fucking ruined a year son of a bitch i'm just kidding uh and i will tell that story um but i guess what we're finding out here with the um with the uh, Clinton server hack, is that in the Nexium case, apparently there was a porn site. Uh, there was a person who worked at that porn site who found out that there was a user who had a connection with uh, the Clinton server. So he hacked that person's user profile, and based on information they got, he somehow hacked the Clinton email system. Started looking around in there. They saw there were uh, specific files for Podesta, and once they tried to engage those, they fucking fired off and you know malware attacks and whatever they had built in there. So. I don't know any information beyond that because right now it's just a theory, but it's a theory amongst data scientists and it's not a theory amongst right versus left data scientists where I think we're going to leave, we're going to leave the, we're going to leave the Russia hoax of 2016. We're going to move into the crime of 2014 and the, the map is going to change and the attachments that people are going to have to change. And it's really going to be going to come like a, a forensic discussion about what happened and when, who was aware of it, who paid for it, who wasn't aware of it, why, and all of those questions will be answered. So, supposedly, in the same way that, um, you know, all of these emails got sent to a, you know, a Chinese somewhat related server, perhaps that has not yet been discussed. Did somebody have access to that Gmail account? Did, did somebody beyond this hacker have access to all of these emails? Does a foreign actor have them? Were they sold access? You know, what level of espionage or what level of, uh, you know, spycraft or what level of just being dumb and getting caught happened? We're going to find out all of that, and that's going to be the nexus of 2014. And it's going to be about, you know, can you watch can you watch the remnants and show proof that somebody was hacked? Because, you know, just like arson has a certain amount of uh, evidence and you have, uh, you know, whatever crime you want to have that has a certain amount of constant evidence... Then in that in that same way that there's going to be the same evidence here um, of the uh, whatever happened as far as a hack or a leak or move forward. 
And so based on that, you can either believe that what they found is the real data or somebody was so good they created the data to make it look like that. How would you know? And again, what would you do with the information if you had it? Nothing. You wouldn't do anything. You just continue to enjoy your life because you've already moved into the success lane of growth, knowing that every single day you're improving your processes, be it your health, your diet, your systems, your creativity, your truth, belief, and trust in yourself and your processes. As you find out that you're connected to so many other thousands and millions of people who all have that same day. That's a great way to consider it. It's, it's like, uh, let's see, what, what's, a, what, what's a good way to think about this? The 2003 uh, Boone hits the walk-off and the Yankees beat the Red Sox. So I bring that up because his, uh, his brother's calling for the mercy rule in baseball. And we, I played in a league. I played for the team called the Oakland Pirates. I was the only white guy on the team. My nickname was Spot. And uh, it was one of the best times of my life. But if you were, it didn't matter when it happened. If you were getting blown out by 10 runs, first inning, second inning, third. If, as soon as that happened, you got your last ups, you didn't fucking put it together, then, then that was it. The game was over. So now they're saying in Major League Baseball, it's like, when we get past a certain inning, if there's a such and such a lead, if it's 19 to 5, do we have to embarrass the team by bringing in a fucking DH to throw batting practice slash pitch? It's, are we making a mockery of the game? Is this what people came to fucking pay for? Is this just the fucking pie in the face of a team that just didn't have it that day? And yeah, man, if you can't figure it out, we're going to fucking beat you 25 to 9 or whatever it ends up being. So is that a good product? And so the question is, do they need a mercy rule? And the question for us here in society is, do we have a mercy rule once we know that the data scientists have pinned this to a certain set of undeniable facts across the political spectrum? And at some point, we're going to say, okay, well, this level of action is engaged. It goes beyond, it goes beyond terrorism. It goes beyond political action. It really enters into sedition. It really enters into treason. And we have the tribunal remedies ready. And hopefully, as a society, we encapsulate whatever this coup was. And we, you know, compartmentalize it and expose it for what it was and then engage our institutions to move on and grow from that instead of what they wanted was to erode and break down the institutions again they want us to ride this all the way down to the bottom so they can rebuild it or we're saying how about we work in an altruistic sense that says we understand that you have the end in mind but you should have the end in mind for everybody and not just a select group of people and then what they do with them will be adjudicated at the military level and then uh, the public may or may not have a say in it. So, again, if they change the rules of baseball, are we going to change the very rules of mercy here as Americans as we treat each other? It's one thing to go out and have a political idea. It's one thing to sit at home and you know post something on the Internet. It's another thing to go out and be part of a protest. It's another thing to go out and be a part of violence. And so on all these levels of action... There's a net result of that. And so if your actions seemingly are against the, against the very public itself, then uh, what will the public do when they find out about that? If the public finds out that there was a scarcity campaign because they figured out that at a certain level of automation that universal basic income would probably be about $30,000 worth of value. So if they were able 
they understand that the elites and the people who understand money and finances are going to have to pay this ticket. And this is the question. Will growth make them more money that will end up having them pay less than it would take if they ride the currency all the way down to its fucking nth degree? Or instead of spending 200 and instead of spending $2,500 a month for a person to stay alive through universal basic income, they can have the same level of care, food, subsistence, living for $250. And so if you know that somebody has to pay the freight, and maybe they still hoodwink it on us as a form of tax, one side wants to take it back to the lower number. The other side wants to continually grow and growth. And in innovation, we're going to find that, you know, we need ideas. They're going to propel humanity forward in a peaceful, in a peaceful way that allows us to leave the planet. That's my platform here as a uh, human being talking to you in a camera. Anyways, that's it. God bless. Enjoy your weekend. I'm going to my first Rockies game tonight. I do not know who uh, the Rockies are playing, but I will be excited to be there, look around, and enjoy the view of... The beautiful, the majestic, the powerful Rocky Mountains, way off in the distance of the... Uh, how much time do I have? Oh, you're fucking golden. Anyways, to look at the mountain, understand the power of it, and to understand your faith as a mustard seed as the equivalent. And are you living with that level of confidence in mind? My class starts September 14th at the Improv. More information in the comments. God bless.